any trip on the flow, man. Some neighbors are saying way too loud. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world-famous Loose Lug Nuts podcast. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside Thomas Dick. Just two races this weekend. They're up in the Irish Hills, up in the uh, great state of Michigan, which I don't know if you know this. If you hold your hand up, you can point to what part of the state you're from. It makes a mitten. Yeah. It's also Ohio and Indiana. Well, that's not true. If you're, uh, if you're upper peninsula, you're not in the mitten. Well, you're, you're, basically, super. you're basically in Canada by that point. So, uh, um, yeah, I, uh, I went to one of my, uh, I have an uncle listens to the podcast, uh, uncle Joe, one of his favorite memories is from a race we went to at Michigan and we went and it poured at some point, like they just finished 50% of the race and it had poured and radar said more crap was coming. So they canceled the race. First of all, it took forever to get out. Terrible traffic getting out. Whoever set it up is an idiot. But out of town, we decided we're hungry, and we stopped at, like, a McDonald's. And you see this McDonald's. There are dollar bills laying on the counter drying out because all these people are trying to buy food with, like, soaking wet dollar bills. And this McDonald's just had rows and rows of fives and ones just sitting out there drying honor system no one grabs you know that just speaks to the quality of the nascar fans it was far enough outside of detroit you don't have to worry (laughs) uh i've been to michigan a couple times i really like going my dad took my brother and i a couple times i like it you can see around the track makes it nice yeah so Uh, Before we get into the Cup and Xfinity races there, let's do some news. Uh, Ty Gibbs, for the third straight week, uh, replaces Kurt Busch again. Uh, Kurt still not cleared medically. This Uh, is is starting to feel like Dale Jr. Yeah. Going his way out, I feel like, which sucks. Yeah, he. I mean, he said he wants to come back next year, but this could accelerate his... uh... His possible retirement plans. Thursday was his birthday, too. Oh, happy birthday, Kurt. Yeah. Uh, this could be a big thing if we get to that 17th winner. Uh, as Kurt is currently 14th in the points, 30 behind Prisco. But the tiebreaker, if they go over 16 winners, is race wins and then points. So although Denny is behind Kurt on wins, he's safely. Uh, yeah, he, Kurt, sorry, I had that wrong. Denny's behind Kurt and the points. points. Yeah. But Denny has two wins. So Denny's safe. Denny's yeah. in the playoff. All those guys with one race, they need to outpoint uh, number 17 if there is. But I'm starting to think maybe there won't be. Yeah, they keep just teasing us, and I think they're just like, eh, we'll figure it out. Uh, Front Row Motorsports and Michael McDowell dropped their appeal, so they're accepting uh, the huge penalty of 100 driver points, 100 owner points. Crew Chief Blake Harris fined $100,000 and suspended for four races. Uh, and then if McDowell uh, wins one of the five races remaining in the regular season and qualifies for the playoffs, they'd be docked 10 playoff points, which would be a huge deal. Yeah. Um, and they, I mean, they said, hey, what you said is right, and we're going to figure out ways to not do this in the future. So they seem to be remorseful. But guess what? Remorse doesn't get you the points back. Yeah. They learned uh, learned their lesson, just like uh, Brad Keselowski. Yeah. The, uh, uh, 
Yeah, you're excited about this. I'll let you bring it because it's your favorite driver. I'll let you talk about it. Yeah, Dale Jr. going to be running at North Wilkesboro. He's teaming up with Sundrop uh, to run in the Cars Tour during the Racetrack Revival on Wednesday, uh, August 31st. He'll be in the famed number three car. Yeah, apparently the evil woman couldn't get her hands on the uh, three copyright or trademark for the Cars Tour. Um, Sundrop. You big Sundrop fan? It's all right. I love Sundrop. I think it's one of the most underrated beverages um, in the business. And I'm upset because I I was searching all over. Like I did a Walmart search, Amazon search. I can't find it anywhere. I think the next time I'll be able to get Sundrop is when the, we play soccer in Tennessee. I might be able to get Sundrop. Oh, there you go. Like some on the airplane. But the car looks um, pretty sharp. Yeah, a lot of uh, collectibles if you go on uh, Junior Motorsports. I I got the T-shirt in my shopping cart. Still don't know if I want to get the uh, the diecast. It looks sharp, but it's coming in at 81 bucks for the big one, which is the one I was in towards. Plus, you don't get it till March 23rd, and I don't know what my address is going to be March 23rd, <laughs> to be honest with you. Well, you can forward it. Send it to Caulfield, and then I'll forward it. There we go. Uh, and then in more uh, North, Wilkes- North Wilkesboro news, uh, a familiar face won the first North Wilkesboro Speedway revival. That was Ryan Newman. He won Tuesday night, taking the checkered flag in the uncatchable Moonshine 500 for tour-type modifieds. Uh, Ryan Priest was also in the top five. But if you've seen pictures from it, it looked pretty badass. They had about 20,000 people all along the front stretch. Uh, good to see the North Wilkesboro, man. Yeah, and another typo on my part that was – uh, uncatchable moonshine 50 oh 50 one tenth the race um but yeah the great crowd a lot of people are like oh my god of course it's a sellout the backstretch they're not putting people in the backstretch i went to that racetrack uh a little over a year ago it's gonna take a little bit longer <laughs> to be able to see people but it's good to see there's progress because i tell you what the front stretch was a shithole when I went there. Yeah. And they were able to get it enough where you can see 20,000 people. That in itself is a really good progress. Yeah. Especially for a Tuesday night. I know it's the first race back in a long time, but still pretty impressive. I I personally would love, now there's no track by us. Um, those Cretans took uh, Texas Super Speedway away from us down the street. I would go to Tuesday night. There's a lot of times on a Tuesday, I'm like, I ain't got anything to do. I got bingo on Mondays, you know? Yeah. Bingo locks in your Mondays. I mean, in college station, we got college baseball usually on Tuesday. If you put the race on a Wednesday, yeah. I would. A lot of times on Saturdays, I got stuff going on. Tuesdays, but, uh, Tuesdays, you can go to Carney's, half price drinks, and then go to the race. Yeah. And then go back to Carney's. <laughs> uh, a rehearsal for Austin Hill. Uh, he's going to be making his Cup Series debut for Richard Childress Racing in the number 33 car. He'll be the 42nd driver to make a start in the NASCAR Cup Series for Richard Childress Racing. A lot of drivers. That's a drivers, so they're either pumping them through or they've just been around a long time. Yeah, well, he, uh, well he, the reason he lost Tyler Reddick, he's not really big on long-term commitments. <laughs> <laughs> so... And speaking of which, RCR will have an open seat in 2024 with uh, Tyler Reddick announcing he's not going to return after 2023. Uh, 
Richard Childress announced he intends on having Reddick run next year, but with Kurt Busch's concussion issue, 23XI might try to accelerate the process. I don't know what it would take, maybe yeah. slipping up money. And if that's the case, they would need a driver in that car. So I personally think this might be a rehearsal for Austin. Uh, but did you see, I meant to send this to you, they're making a driver announcement in August. Richard Childress Racing is. Well, maybe it's Austin Hill. No, I, I think it's Kyle Busch. That's just me. This next one here, I was, this I came out of the blue. I was actually surprised. A, I was surprised the two groups were departing, but then I was really surprised by the person who's fell in the seat. Brett Moffitt out at our motorsports, Blaine Perkins in. <laughs> so my prediction, Blaine Perkins making the uh, round of eight in the playoffs should have actually been Blaine Perkins gets an Xfinity ride. <laughs> That's more shocking. Um, I'm not sure if our motorsports thought they could find a better driver or if he thought he can find a better ride from his social media and looks like they were the ones that said, we're done with you. Yeah. He's a 2018 truck series champion and he's been their primary O2 driver since they began in the Xfinity series in 2020. He's been running where I think the organization should be at. He's 16th in points. Um, they also have Anthony Alfredo's running 14th. Jeb Burton is running 17th. So he's about where they should be in their cars. Yeah. Um, yeah. He has 80 starts for the group. He's landed uh, 21 top 10 finishes. And then Blaine Perkins, like the guy, you know, we're social media buddies. Maybe he listens to podcasts. He's never really chimed in if he has. But he's had a really rough rookie season in the truck series. He's 31st in the series in points, uh, running 16 of the 17 races. His best finish is 18th. And then last year, he ran eight Xfinity races. His best finish was 13th at Talladega. So it was really weird timing for the announcement and then really weird, like, person they're putting in the car. So that's that. Then they've since added the uh, number 23 and number 27 car to their fleet. So they field that three-car team. Uh, Anthony Alfredo, 14th in points. Jeb Burton, who has DNFs in five of his last seven races, Seventeenth uh, in points, so a little bit of a shakeup there. Yep. So uh, we're on to the Cup Series. Still a little bit of ways. What do we got? We got uh, five regular seasons. Four races left in the regular season. Yep. So we got the Firekeepers Casino Four Hundred, uh, Michigan International Speedway, Sunday at three p.m. on the USA Network, MRN, and Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. Coverage starts at two thirty. Uh, 400 miles, 200 laps on the two-mile track, stages of 45, 75, and 90. Uh, pretty cool here. Michigan State uh, head basketball coach and head football coach Tom Izzo and Mel Tucker uh, will serve as the grand, co-grand marshals. Wow. And I, from what I heard, possibly Michigan head football coach Jim Harbaugh, he's probably going to be picking his nose and eating his boogers again. <laughs> Uh, they you, ever see that? you ever see yes. that? Yes. Yes. Yeah, there's a little thing on the sideline. He like reaches in there. He picks a winner, but he doesn't stop there. A lot of people flick it on the ground. Now he yeah. rolled it up. Saw what it tasted like. Uh, the first, the first cup race here was in uh, 1969. Kyle Yarbrough, Kale Yarbrough won that race for Wood Brothers Racing. And I'm not sure if you know this, but their next win will be number 100. 
man, if they could have kept Cal around a little bit longer, they would be at a hundred already. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that first race was a little over a, a month before we landed on the moon, allegedly. So that's how long they've been racing here, and uh, 104 races they've had here. Yeah, the uh, first race was 500 miles. They also ran a 600 miler uh, in Michigan in 1970, making Michigan International Speedway, Charlotte Motor Speedway, and Trenton Speedway in New Jersey the only tracks to ever host a race of 600 or miles or more. Every race after uh, has been 400 miles, except for the two pandemic races in 2020 that were run at 312 miles on uh, consecutive days. Seven. Kevin active- Harvick. Kevin Harvick won both those races. He's the only person in NASCAR history to win Cup Series races on back-to-back days. Damn. Uh, he is one of the... Uh, he's one of the seven active winners in the race. Harvick has five, uh, as you mentioned, the 2020 sweep, and then wins in 2019, 18, and 2010. Joey Logano and Kyle Larson have three wins apiece. The sidelined Kurt Busch also has three wins. Denny Hamlin has two. Kyle Busch and Ryan Blaney. Uh, each have one. Blaney was the one that won the race here last year, and he's looking to become the 11th different driver to win consecutive races at Michigan. Yep, we mentioned there's four races left in the regular season. We have 14 winners. Blaney, Truex, and Harvick, uh, the pressure's mounting even more for one of them to get, uh, well, two of them to get the wins to actually lock up those spots. A note that might make Blaney and Trucks happy, but at the same time, sad. The last nine races at Michigan, the winner already had a win that season. Ooh. So, did that affect your pick? Good for them because that means they're still in on points, but bad for them because that means they didn't get a win. <laughs> did that affect how you picked to win the race? It did not. It did not. All right. Uh, Ford, I hope you picked a Ford driver's won seven straight times at Michigan. Harvick with four plus Quentin Boyer, Joey Logano, uh, and Ryan Blaney. Looking at the featured matchups, this one was the fan vote winner. I didn't see any other contestants, but this one, Tyler Reddick versus Denny Hamlin. Yeah, I got, uh, I'm going to go, since it's not a road course, I'm going to go with Denny Hamlin over the new road course warrior. I like Denny here as well. Okay. Do you consider Michigan a super speedway? Mm, Not really. Cause they kept listing it as a super speedway. Yeah. I mean, I guess technically it is since it's like two miles, but I, I just think the four like sharp corners, to me, takes yeah. it away. Like, well, I like Denny because they kept saying Super Speedway, so I kind of like looked at like Daytona, Talladega stuff to go along with this, yeah. but I like Denny better. Huh. Uh, Ryan Blaney versus William Byron. They had an epic duel at the end of last year's race with Blaney holding off multiple runs of Byron, beating by a half a car length at the finish. Uh, I like Ryan Blaney in this one. Blaney is in a Ford. This is Ford country. Yeah. As a proud Ford driver, I agree with that. Wait, I'm driving a Chevy. Shit. (laughs) This is Ford country. Then we got Daniel Suarez versus Bubba Wallace. It's funny. We talked about this preseason. Or maybe it was last year. I talked about how Formula One has all these fake rivalries they mount up. 
And like, I thought NASCAR could do that with 23 XI versus track house. And this, this is a 23 XI versus track house matchup here. These two drivers having their best seasons. Um, this is who's going to continue on their upward swing. Who do you got picking? I like Bubba. Uh, I mean, they consider this a super speedway. So I'm going to go with the 23. I'm uh Bubba has three consecutive top 10s, so I was sort of leaning here, but then I looked deeper, and Suarez has five top 10s in the last seven races, including different types of tracks, uh, and he has a Sonoma win and a Pocono third place. Well, Bubba just has three top 10s in the last seven races, so that means he's had these last three, but before that, yeah, but he's on a hot streak. Like if you're so doing I'm baseball honest. notes, you're like, oh, he's, you know, he's on a three game. I think five out of game. seven is more than five out of seven is better than three out of three. If mm-hmm. you're also three out of seven. Mm-hmm. We should have at the beginning of the year done a point thing and saw who won. Oh, yeah. That's well, if you if you actually kept my up, fantasy lineup. Yeah, I was going to say, if you actually kept up with fantasy, we could know. I live in the real world. Mm, do you? I don't, I don't need no fantasies. Uh, last one we got is Kevin Harvick versus Joey Logano. This is billed as the two best drivers here in the last five races. Harvick with three wins in a 122.9 average driver rating and Logano with one win in a 105.2 average driver rating. What do you got? I want to say Harvick, but they've let me down all year. So I'm going to go with Logano. Oh, I'm going to Harvick. If you looked at those numbers you just read off, that means Harvick. I mean, yeah, but numbers. Well, I, mean, I read the numbers. Yeah, but 2020 was such a wash, and now they're in a new car. I don't look, you know, I don't agree. You do you, man. I'm doing me. Uh, long shot, who you got? Okay. My long shot would be Maddie D, who finished sixth here last year, but no one gave him a ride. What are you people doing? I mean, he didn't do well in the truck series either. What are you doing? Just give the guy a ride. He would have won. I'm going Brad Keselowski. That's how far Brad has fallen, that he's a long shot. Uh, He finished ninth here last year. He's got six top tens, three top fives in the last 10 races here. Plus, he's a hometown boy from Rochester Hills. I didn't map that because I know a lot of times when they say someone's a hometown boy. Oh, yeah. Three hours from the track. Like, they're saying people from Tucson, their hometown is Phoenix. That's not close to each other. (laughs) Mine's not really a – I'm going to try to find a better one. Yours really isn't. Yeah, I noticed that you really didn't do a long shot. Well, you to give did. your winner, and then I'll I'll give you my real I'm going shot. Kevin Harvick. I'm picking him until he wins. Last <laughs> 10 races, four wins, six top fives, seven top tens. Once again, if he wins, one of my favorite drivers, uh, Martin Drex or Brian Blaney, is ruined. Uh, Unless so. they win. Well, I'm saying, yeah, but yeah, they both have to win for them to both get in. Uh, long shot, I'm going to go Busher. Okay, that's a long shot. I like that. I like I him. On the side of the car, nice LeBron James little paint yeah. scheme. And, uh, you know, his car was on fire last week, and he still finished 10th. There you go. So, uh, my winner, uh, I'm going to go with Chase Elliott. Hottest driver in NASCAR. Last year, he won stage one, finished fourth in stage two before finishing eighth, and he also led the second most laps with 68. 
Now, if he wins, are we actually going to go to Hooters or are you and Matt Simon going to back out? I'll Matt probably Simon's back out. That's so tainted. Depends what time I have to work out. Uh, on Saturday, we got the Xfinity Series, New Holland 250, New Holland and Agricultural Machinery Company, I believe, when I looked it up. Race is Saturday with coverage starting at 3 p.m. on USA with green flag at 3.30. Radio on the Motor Racing Network and Series XM NASCAR Radio, 250 miles, 125 laps with stages of 30, 30, and 65. This will be the 30th Xfinity race at Michigan that's produced 21 different race winners and only three times has the winner come from the pole. Oh, there you go. For, the only former winner in the race is the most recent winner, our man Dinger. He won here last year. Aside from Dinger, Junior Motorsports aims to keep their success going this season. As Noah Gregson has posted a runner and third place finish in his two starts here. Justin Allgaier has had two top fives, six top tens. I will say uh, I'm disappointed in the NASCAR marketing and communications folks because they put out sweet notes for Cup and then Xfinity. Like half the notes were just talking about how Austin Hill and Ty Gibbs are like making their Cup debut. Tainted. Or not their debut, but or like they should have Hill. us doing it. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, well, how does this help me get ready for the Xfinity race? So there's not a lot of notes to go off of. Uh, but as we've mentioned in the uh, recap episode, five races left in the regular season for the Xfinity guys. Seven of the 12 are locked in on wins. Uh, Ty Gibbs has four. Almondinger, Allgaier, and Gregson have three. Uh, Josh Berry and Austin Hill have two. And then Brandon Jones with one. Uh, Ryan Sieg uh, holds that last and final spot at number 12. He's got a sizable 50-point lead at the cutoff over Sheldon Creed. And then he's, uh, Sieg is 75 points over Anthony Alfredo. And then the other two people behind, basically it's those guys. Cause after you have Brandon Brown, who isn't even in his own car anymore, he's going to like look for a ride every week. And then you got Brett Moffitt who's done. So, so kind of a tame. Uh... It's going to be Castle, Sieg, Creed or Alfredo for that last spot. Yeah. But a pretty tame uh, playoff bubble there. In the Xfinity yep. series. Who do you got winning? I'm going Noah Gregson. Uh mentioned his success here and then at Super Speedways, which uh, as I mentioned, NASCAR lists Michigan as in the notes. He finished third at Daytona and one at Talladega. And I'm Junior me- Motorsports has just been dominating the oval tracks lately. I'm mentally I'm trying to go back and remember when Chris Rice and colleagues said that they would have speed in three months. Was that three months ago? That would have been Dover, I think. Because if that was three months ago, I'm going AJ Allmendinger because they should have found their speed by now. If it hasn't been three months, I'm going to go. Dover was April 30th. So now, okay, I'm going AJ Allmendinger. They found their speed. They have speed. The speed. Yeah, because I was on uh, Roger Carruth wrecked in the early on, and they had the camera in his car. It seems like every time he's in the in an Xfinity car and they put a camera in there, he just doesn't want to finish the race. Uh, you know, uh, my main goal is is one every. But <laughs> I'm gonna wreck two laps into the race. So you're going with the uh, the dinger. Dinger. All right. Back for the ding dong. If he is hydrated, get hydrated. Yeah. 
Hopefully, he's got his cooling suit. Yeah, get your cooling suit working. I don't know what the temps are like there, but get your cooling suit working. And we got a lot of uh, in the paint schemes. We got a lot of favorites here. A lot of uh, yeah. Maybe I I just pick too many, but I thought there were more than there have been. Yeah. Uh, the two that I really liked, Bubba Wallace and the number 23, McDonald's, as always. It's always going to be on the list. Uh, Josh Balicki in the number 77, Michigan State slash Ziegler Auto Chevy. Pretty sweet. Got the Michigan State Spartan Green. Uh, I didn't see this one, but uh, the Harrison Burton one is pretty sweet. Yeah, they are welcoming 153 of those veteran employees who are 20-year senior master uh, technicians. As special guests to the track this weekend, their names will be on the side of the number 21 Mustang. And Sunday's race culminates the Motor City Homecoming Weekend Festival. So it's a sharp looking car. From Larry car sort of black, as much as I yeah. like the old fashioned bros. This will look pretty sweet. Um, Kyle Bush always looks good in the interstate uh, batteries, Toyota, which hasn't someone else been driving that pace? Yeah, your guy. Yeah. Uh, then we got in the Josh Balicki. I liked it, but it could have been awesome. It, did you see the hood? Uh-uh. Like I was expecting big Sparty head to be the hood. Yeah. But it just the front of the hood, like the front, maybe fifth of the hood says Michigan State and then has a Spartan logo. But then the main part of the hood says Ziglarado. So um, we, Kevin Harvick and the uh, number four. The kids of America don't know how to spell. Bush isn't helping them. <laughs> yeah, number four, Bush Light Apple. Bushel of hashtag Bushel of Bush, and they spell Bushel B U S C H E L of Bush B U S C H. Yeah, looking card. We got Chris uh, Busher, your long shot. The number seventeen, LeBron James Family Foundation Ford. And yeah, there you go. And then uh, in Xfinity, we got Kaz Grala in the number 48 big machine spike cooler Chevy. And then uh, the 44 of Ryan Ellis and the keen parts and autism awareness Chevy. So, yeah, and to be honest, I saw another name when I was looking through the, oh, the, the Blaine Perkins. I couldn't find the car, but I figured his car could be sweet looking because his uh, sponsor is Detroit Taco Company. Ooh, I mean, that's got to be that's like I couldn't find a paint scheme anywhere. I looked and looked and looked. Once again, if you're going to pay for the marketing, yeah, I think hold on. I, the, well, the best one's the autism on awareness one because you got like a the car looks like it was colored by some kids with some crayons or colored pencils. So the hood's red, the front quarter panels like blue. And then you got some teal, some yellow, some other blue, and then the back. Oh, actually, you can find sharp. you can find the paint scheme on uh, on Facebook, the Detroit Taco Company Facebook page. It's pretty sharp. I'm glad I picked it. There you go. Never been to Detroit Taco Company. Um, I have a golden rule: I never buy brisket east of the uh, Sabine River. Sort of don't buy tacos north of the. Ohio River. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Detroit Taco Company knows somebody. I don't know. Well, that will do it for our Michigan preview. We'll be back on Tuesday. Recap both of these races. Hope you guys enjoy them. Uh, we appreciate you guys for listening. We will see you. I grew up in Texas where football was my game. 
that racing fever started burning in my brain. I started running many stops when I was 13 and won a short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde, he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hill and Strillin Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry Hyde. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side. given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance I'll do the best I can for those who've given me 